Hello, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you are listening to VCR. Carlo. Yeah. May the luck of the Irish be upon you. Irish. Irish. We're so Irish today. <laughs> we're very Irish. And the mm. reason we're so Irish is because today we're talking about mm. that famous of saints and just another reason to celebrate the consumption of the alcohol. That of the glorious St. Paddy's Day. Happy St. Paddy's Day. St. Patrick's. You're probably wondering why he's doing a Scottish accent. I don't know. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> my best Irish accent that I can fucking pull out my ass. But, <laughs> but yes, today we're talking about the most a very <clears throat> interesting holiday. Now, a lot of people just think, oh, St. Patrick's Day. Let's, let's fucking get shit foist. But no, that's not quite what it is, partly, but not yeah, quite. <laughs> it's it's a good reason to get shit-faced. But then again, what isn't a good reason to get shit-faced? These days, there are a lot of good reasons. You, it's hard It's hard to yeah. not have a good reason to get shit-faced. I mean, just or pissed, as always were saying. Try, try to fucking go fill up your tank of gas. There you go. There's a good reason to get shit-faced. <laughs> Unless you but, drive a monster truck, in which case, that's on you, dummy. Yeah, no, that's totally your <laughs> fucking fault right there. But, you know, the whole thing is that it, St. Patrick's Day is almost upon us here. And we are going to be discussing what exactly is St. Patrick's Day? Why is it so famous? And why do we celebrate it the way we do here in America? So part of that is we have problems. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other part well, of that is we have an alcohol problem. Bigoted nationalism. Don't forget that one. Bigoted nationalism. <laughs> also part of the issue. But let's go back. Let's we're gonna we're gonna jump into a couple things. Carlo, entertain me if you will. So we're yeah. gonna talk a little bit about the history of the Irish here, and then probably just a little bit about Mister Saint Patrick himself and yeah. what makes him so significant, not just to the Irish, but oddly enough to a few other nations. And why is this holiday such a big deal? Uh, first off, the history of the Irish. Here in America, not great. Now moving on. No, <laughs> they were mostly abused. Okay, if if I have to, I hate to say it like this, but I'm going to say it like this: the Irish are the minorities of Europe. Mm. Like they treat them so badly, it's ridiculous. It's <clears> like <throat> what the hell, everybody? And even when they come into uh, the United States, trying to find a better life because they're Irish, they're treated really badly by the United States. And then, oh my God, Carlo, have you ever heard of this? A lot of people haven't heard of this famous battle. Have you ever heard of the oh. Battle of San Patricio? No. It is a Texas battle. Let me tell you something interesting, a uh, very watered down Texas history here. So Texas, before Texas was fully Texas, it was fighting to become the nation of Texas. When Texas was fighting uh, Mexico. When, it, when the land was taken from Mexico. Yeah, basically. They didn't have any, they didn't have any like claim to it. It was, it was Mexico. And they were like, right. we want it. So we're taking it. Yes. But also <laughs> here, here's the thing that, that a lot of people forget about that is that Mexico was very willing to sell it at the time because Mexico was in a very huge war that was costing a lot of yeah. money against the French. So at some point they, they kind of wanted to sell it off. But what ends up happening, long story short, is the Texans or the Texians at the time 
were absolute shits to the Irish. And I mean, they were so shitty to the Irish that no joke, the Irish immigrants who came to try to settle the land actually had to go fight for Mexico. They were such dicks to them that they went over to fight with the Mexican army. And then you have the Battle of San Patricio, which is the Battle of St. Patrick's, which was mostly a Mexican and Irish regiment that were battling uh, the Texans. Um, Part of the issue there, I mean, they, they lost horribly. I hate to say it, but they did. But part of the reason that the Irish end up fighting for Mexico isn't necessarily because they wanted to, because they had to. The Texans at the time were famously wasps, you know, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. And the fact that the Irish are predominantly Catholic. And at this time, Ireland's still mostly Catholic. You know, that whole Protestant Irish thing, Catholic thing hadn't quite kicked in yet. But um, they go go fight for Mexico because Mexico is mostly Catholic, you know, at this time. So it they were the only ones willing to accept them based on religion because the uh, the wasps did not. (laughs) So that's just how bad it was that they had to go fight for. For Mexico, I was like, "Oh, you poor bastards!" Uh, <laughs> Didn't go well, but <laughs> it did not. It did not. But moving along. So, uh, long story short, Irish have never been treated well in America. Um, a lot of them end up in, you know, of course, the northern and eastern parts, especially in Chicago. Uh, Chicago well, they, has they get a stronghold and they can have a have oh, their yeah. own like base culture, mm-hmm. like Boston being like still is heavily irish influence and oh yeah ha- having that like that base of well well we're all here just, just too many of us for them to fight us <laughs> pretty much and you know uh chicago has the largest saint patrick's parade in the nation you know it, it's it's just i mean you have a bunch of the irish immigrants who come to there mostly settle in there and you know enough said you know they end up celebrating saint patrick's day oddly enough saint patrick's day was not that big of a deal in ireland (laughs) it it really wasn't what happens is the immigrants coming here made it a big deal because they wanted a day to celebrate themselves so they picked the day of their patron saint saint patrick because um for those of you who don't know it saint patrick's is a patron saint of ireland so what ends up happening is they pick that day and it becomes uh, a very big to do here and it's one of these weird things like a weird ripple effect the irish came to america started celebrating saint patrick's day here and then it rippled back to Ireland and a few other nations. And then other places started to celebrate it. And why? I have no idea. But they did. <laughs> People like a celebration. Yeah. That's, that's the best like, I, can, like, I, I, can, like, I can think of. Like, it's just like, yeah, it'd be fun. It's just like, hey, we're getting pissed and drunk. St. Patrick's Day? St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> you know? Let, let's get fucked up. So that's one of the that's one of the things that that kind of it was kind of strange the way that happened. Now, just to water it down a little bit more, I won't go into this a whole lot, but uh 
that way we can get into the meat and potatoes of what we're doing here. So how does one celebrate St. Patrick's Day? Carlo, if you were going to, because in America, we tend to celebrate it one way, and that is the drunkard way. Carlo, traditionally, yeah, really weird drunk. Uh, oh drunk my traditions. god, yeah, like we do shit on St. Patrick's Day. I just, I don't personally think you should do that. I don't think you should be drinking <laughs> green beer. Apparently, people like to drink green beer. Uh, Carlo, yeah, that, is, that being one of like the silliest ones because it, it is a hundred percent just bars moving their cheapest beer. Yeah, because they know because we've all just sort of like the attitude around New Orleans around uh, Fat Tuesday around Mardi Gras. Just oh no! Everyone just didn't get like shit. Just terribly, terribly drunk mm-hmm. and throw up in the streets and like fight each other and cause property damage. But we're okay with it. We're just letting it happen. It's okay. Yeah. And the the first step is bartenders going okay. Get all the like cheap bullshit uh, mass produced beer. Put green dye in it because they don't give a fuck what it tastes like. No, you're not gonna put it in good beer. So no. here's all the garbage beer you can fill. And we're no, gonna absolutely that's super exactly cheap. And we're gonna sell do. tons of it. And we're going to convince everyone to get one. Oh, but you also get a shot of Irish, right? You need a little Jameson with that? Yeah, brother. I'll shoot Jameson. Let me get a Guinness and then put a Jameson in it. And then let me shoot that off this girl's tit. You know, (laughs) that's basically. Which I will defend. I do like Guinness. I do like uh, Jameson. I do like tits. Yes, so I, I mean, I like, that, that, no, that those two are great combinations. I agree yeah. with you, Carlo. That's I don't want to, but, but I don't want, but I don't want to pour beer in like a random boob. Like I just, there's other things I want to put on there. Yes, I, no, I, I get. I that. like my Guinness. I'm going to drink yeah. my Guinness. I'll drink Guinness, my, Guinness my is not, you know, that's an expensive beer. You don't want to just waste that on any kind of booby. You know, well, <laughs> I well, my favorite Irish bar in town uh, has it on happy hour. Because an Irish bar, so like, well, we have to get Guinness, but it's not very popular in, in this part of town. So I like it. I drink most of their Guinness. It's mostly and, me. And why? <laughs> why, Carlo? Because they're I Irish. Like it. <laughs> because they're really Irish. Then poor Irish. So um, going into it really quick. So yeah, that's basically how we would celebrate it. And we're going to get into how other places celebrate it too, but going a little bit into the history of who is St. Patrick, a lot of people get confused as to his history. So I'm just <laughs> going to uh, tell it to you as someone who speaks for um, authority with this man. <laughs> But St. Patrick is basically your traditional, one of your traditional Catholic saints. Um, He's famous and the patron saint of Ireland. Although this part is true, if you've heard this rumor, he himself was not Irish. Um, Long story short on that, as a a boy, as a child, it's not 100% clear. They call them Irish pirates, but more likely it was Vikings had come in, raided the English coast. St. Patrick was originally from England. They kidnapped him and sold him into slavery. Now, here's a little weird info that probably none of you are expecting on this one, but I'm going to drop it on y'all anyway. So they take him over to Ireland and they sell him to mostly the Druids and, and the pagans and stuff like that who are in control of Ireland at this time. Uh, Vikings also practice this. This is a horrible thing. Uh, but Carlo, let, let me ask you this. Sometimes mm-hmm. if you have a dog, okay, so you have, let's say you have a dog and you've had mm-hmm. dogs, right? Yeah. And, and sometimes they get really rambunctious and really, really fucking like, oh my, they're stupid, playful and stupid, aggressive sometimes, right? 
Sure. What is one of the things that they say to do to kind of get them to stop that other than slapping them around? Do you have to stop barking? Well, to get them to stop acting that way. They always say that there's something out there, a procedure out there that will help calm them the fuck down. It was this thing where they like, they remove their vocal cords so they can't bark because that's barbaric. And I'm, no, I'm, no, opposite end. They remove something else, but not the vocal cords. Oh, getting they, them neutered? Yes. Oh. So a lot of people say, you know, if you have a dog, they're going crazy. Oh my god, they're insane! <clears throat> I can't control them. Oh well, a lot of times after you get them neutered, they calm the fuck down. I was like, no shit, I'd calm the fuck down too if you pulled my balls off. But you know. <laughs> Would you but, should, as a responsible uh, pet owner, mm-hmm. you should have your animal spayed or neutered. Just mm-hmm. having uh, random puppies popping up is not a is not good for the animal. No, it is not. And but again, I'd calm the fuck down too if you pulled my mm-hmm. balls off. But here's like, the, here's like, kind of I won't tear up the couch again because I don't know I don't know what else I got to look. I, I like I, I I would be tearing up the couch because what else do I have to live for if you took my balls away from me? Like, I'm just going to fucking act a fool till someone kills me at this point. <laughs> but uh, because I'm Catholic and I can't commit suicide. <laughs> but uh, so going back to it, the, the weird reason I'm bringing this point up is the Vikings did practice this when selling off slaves that they would castrate uh, the male slaves because they thought it did make them more docile. <laughs> So it is entirely possible, and sadly, although we don't have a way to confirm that, it is entirely possible St. Patrick was uh, possibly castrated uh, during this capture. Although not really knowing that, that's just uh, a possibility and a possible good percentage that that could have happened but what ends up happening is getting sold into slavery he is a slave incidentally he's also one of the uh, patron slates of slaves as well and uh, abused people because he was he was forced to be a uh, a shepherd he was forced to sleep outside he was horribly abused by the person who bought him all this other stuff he eventually runs away now why what makes him run away this is where a little bit more the catholicism comes into it it says that he was asleep in the freezing cold one night and he heard a voice and uh they say that it was god's voice telling him to leave now and in the instructions was that god's telling him to go down to the coast and there will be a ship there that will take you home sure enough it happened you know, he actually, nice, and he yeah. makes it yeah. home and then he makes it back to his family. Now he makes it back to his family. And at this point, you know, uh, St. Patrick's did, St. Patrick did come from a, uh, a well-to-do family, uh, a religious Catholic family at the time, uh, before Protestantism, uh, kicks into that area. And what ends up happening is he decided that he wanted to go ahead and become a priest. And so he did such, but he kept hearing this calling or he would say in in his uh, biography he would say that he would hear god telling him in his sleep to return to ireland and convert the irish which i'm not sure what they called them pre-ireland you know (laughs) celtic Maybe Celtic. could have been. I, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. Celtic sounds like a good one. Let's just go with Celtics. Sure. So he <laughs> ends up, uh, he becomes a priest, all this other stuff. And he asked to go back to Ireland. They actually did not want to send him there because the issue is any missionary that they sent there, 
they would die. You know, the 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 pagans, the druids, the Celtics, whatever, yeah. would kill them because they would come to, to try yeah. to try because this madman would show up and start saying, Your god is evil, my god is better. Well, my god says to kick your ass. That that's okay. Ultimately, that's kind of yeah, that's ultimately how it would go. And so uh they would end yeah. up killing them off. Um, but St. Patrick really wanted to go, so they sent him. And he was the most effective. I'm going to say that he was the most yeah. effective out of all the ones that they've sent because he is actually credited for bringing, uh, as so Protestants don't get all butt hurt, uh, for bringing Christianity to Ireland when we all know it's Catholicism, but they bring Christianity to Ireland. And, uh, you know, this is where you get the the legendary fables of like he drove the snakes out of Ireland, which, OK, let, let's really talk about that. There are no fossil there are yeah. fossil records in the country. There have never been snakes in Ireland. Right. So, so what we're talking sure. about there and let me <laughs> let me go ahead and correct that. Let me go ahead and say what that really is. That's symbolic yeah. for dry. It, it, regardless of how you feel about it, what this, the symbolism of uh, driving the evil <clears throat> out of Ireland. Yeah what it comes out down to and um and that's just the watered down version there are a lot of different there are a lot of legends that come along with saint patrick i'm not going to get into that there are actually some really good books out there that cover all of his legends and there's a really good uh biography out there that was written during his time that actually speaks of him so it's not like it's this fake type of thing you know yeah. um so there's some very fascinating things go check that out do your own research because i know i did so <laughs> i'm not gonna hold y'all's hands damn it no. <laughs> you know uh but that's the watered down version of the history of St. Patrick. He died a, uh, a regular death, not like a lot of the other saints who like, they oh, he, didn't get, really he didn't get a slice in the little bits <laughs> he, or anything. He was not cut up. He was not a saint. What I call St. Bar, uh, Bar. Why can't I say his name right now? My brain has shut down Carlo. Uh, one of the saints, the original uh, apostles, Bartholomew, that's it. St. Bartholomew. Oh was actually skinned alive in India. Like they literally took a knife and started peeling off his skin. Yep. Uh, so he didn't have that kind of a death. No. <laughs> he, Pretty good. He, he died a regular death. <laughs> one, one of the very few saints who actually get to die a regular death yeah. at the time. Uh, but that doesn't mean that many, many attempts were actually uh, made on his life to kill him. So that's not unusual. Let me go ahead and clear up the shamrock thing too. Um, oh yeah, because I've I've I remember being told like he used it to explain to people what a cross was. I was like, why though? No, you don't have no, two it, sticks. You could make a cross. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, that would have that would have made more sense. No, I have I, no other way to explain to you this shape. Right. Let me let me go ahead and show you this, you morons. <laughs> <laughs> No, what ends up the okay, so close, not quite the cigar, but close. You at least got the cigar. Let's light it for you, Carlo. Uh, so what it is is he uses the shamrock to explain the Trinity. Now, I'm not going to go into a whole bunch of Catholicism, but uh, between Catholicism and certain Protestant religions, uh, Catholics believe in what's called the Trinity. So, watered down version of that, you have three divine beings in one being, which is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, or back in the day, the Holy Ghost. They are one person, but three divine entities within one person. Now, he uses the shamrock 
to explain it to one of the pagan kings. The reason he uses the shamrock is most shamrocks that, you know, not everything out there is a four-leaf clover. Four-leaf clovers are actually rarities and a defect that actually happens with the plant. It's roughly one in 10,000. Yeah, it, it really is. So the thing is, a regular clover or a shamrock, go pick one out in your yard. They're all over the place here in Houston. It just has three leaves, but all three leaves are connected to the stem. So what he does is he pulls that out the ground and he uses that as a visual aid. Uh, call it the first PowerPoint <laughs> to explain how the Trinity works. This actually was a convincing thing for the uh, pagan king and that particular pagan king, which I forget his name, don't, I'm, I'm, uh, can't remember, but he actually decided to convert after that. And this was a man who was feverishly working to actually kill St. Patrick. <laughs> And he actually oh, shit, that's a cool ass plant, though. I was like, oh my god, that's a di- I never thought of it like that. <laughs> just so that is the shamrock thing. It was used to explain the Trinity in a more simplistic way. It was a visual aid. It was again the first PowerPoint. <laughs> and, and that's what ends up happening. Um and that's that's just that. I bring that up because that comes up a lot. So that's how that works so going beyond the history carlo let's talk about what we really want to talk about let's talk about getting fucked up on this holiest of days how do we <laughs> like fucking celebrate this man by getting fucking wasted on cheap green beer and throwing away fucking cheap little green beads beads at each other <laughs> well That's, yeah the, the first thing is the, the dying of the dying of things first up of course is the beer um, and it is just Irish pubs going like, yeah, we just want to sell it. Mm. It is a completely American thing. It has nothing to do with it at all. Uh-uh. And, and uh, in Chicago, with with that like, uh, with that high population, they they take it in a really weird way, in that they dye their serious. They dye <laughs> their river green. Yes, every year, and there's no good like. There's no good thing. You want to know, uh, Carlo, you want to know something interesting? I don't know if you you know this. They do the same thing in Houston. Like, because Buffalo Bayou uh, runs right by downtown Houston. And what they do, they, like, we, we, we're so fucking extra here. But what they do is, I'm not joking. They load a cannon. They they have, like, these uh, actors come in dressed in period clothing, and they load a cannon and they shoot green dye into the bayou. The problem with this is you don't know that it's green dye because our fucking bayou is green all the time. So it's well, like you're it's just dirty anyways. It's, it's either green or brown. That is the color of the bayou, depending on yeah. the day. But it's always fucking. So you put in the why we why we're loading the cannon to do that. I I I'm going to assume it's a just just a Texas thing. <laughs> like, you know, yep. hey, Carlo, hold my beer. Watch what I'm about to do. Yeah, it's just because we want to use a cannon for something. We're we're not going to want to get the guns out. It's a very Texas thing. <laughs> I know you think pouring it in is the most efficient way, but hear me out. <laughs> but I got his cannon for duck hunting. We load this cannon with fucking green dye. 
and shoot it into the bayou. Hmm. Well, the bayou will die. <laughs> Get it, die. Yeah. Anyway, so um <laughs> but but even like even that idea that need to make everything green is kind of bullshit. Fuck it does it makes no though. sense. Um because there was even it's supposed to be blue. It was blue for a very long time. Uh King George III created a new order of chivalry for their coat of arms in Ireland, and it is a color uh, a shade of sky blue known specifically as St. Patrick's blue. Mm-hmm. That's their color. No, but you're because, absolutely right. Yeah. Because of this, like wherever this came from, <laughs> mm-hmm. starting starting in the US in the 1700s. This is where it's got, it comes from. Mm-hmm. People they've they made up this idea that wearing green made you invisible to leprechauns. Little fair light creatures that can you know with the uh, gold pot and the cereal. Um, but apparently it makes you visible, and that's and they like to pinch people. Thus, the it carries over today. Now that if on the day you're not wearing green, people feel like it's a, they're allowed to touch you and pinch you because you're not wearing green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's it, just it sexual is, harassment. Yes, but yeah, <laughs> and it has already gone. It has gone so far back that back then to now mm-hmm. in Ireland, they're like, yeah, sure, we'll make everything green. And okay. you have to remember <laughs> the, these weird traditions, like the pinching and all that. That again, oddly enough, coming from the U.S. going outwards not the other way around yeah uh the green thing uh, mostly associates you know like you and carlo you are right it was supposed to be the saint patrick's blue uh the green thing mostly is just like you know i think someone's like oh the rolling green hills of ireland and then all of a sudden everything's green uh you know it's like well yeah i think that in the clover because the clover is so iconic yeah it must be green what's blue nah it's probably green fuck it you know whatever green's cool with us so they roll with green and which is really really interesting and it becomes the color of saint patrick's day matter of fact i dare you to go try to find a statue of saint patrick's because we as catholics love our statues that Mm -hmm. is not green that that man is just he's always in green but you know it's just uh it's just one of those things that that role with it but yes you're supposed to wear a bit of the green and everything a bit drunk but carlo here i'm gonna throw something weird out for you Mm -hmm. something weird so the irish start to uh practice a bit of the old saint patrick's day right uh from the americas outward to them now the way they they, apparently there's multiple ways that they celebrate saint patrick's day one of these ways is kind of really interesting and that is going to be um mostly now here's something that we have to understand ireland is divided okay you have north ireland and you have south ireland right Mm -hmm. one one area is the catholic ireland you know the ira all those people and then the other part is the protestant ireland you know britain and all them so it's still divided they still have uh, a bit of a religious thing so the ones who are mostly going to celebrate saint patrick's day would probably be the catholic side that makes the most sense (laughs) not so much the protestant side so the way you celebrate it is going to be different because of that divide so the way most dubliners might celebrate it uh would be to a start off going to mass 
which makes sense you know <laughs> that make, that part makes sense so you go to mass or you maybe morning mass but you may go to mass at some point you greet people there is a uh irish greeting that you would give them am i going to be able to pronounce this in no god given way am i going to be able to pronounce this carlo you are better at taking cracks at this stuff can you even see that to try to pronounce uh, let's see greeting greeting everyone with a cheesy and that's a like hmm okay it's not, supposed to be saying patrick's day blessing upon you yeah it, that's what it translates yes it's uh yeah. basically what he said uh yeah, P. Drag. There you go. P. Drag. P. Drag. Orabin. Orib. Orib. Which means uh, Saint Patrick's Day's blessings upon you. And uh, later on, maybe you get yourself a bit of Irish whiskey to <laughs> to help celebrate that mass that you just came from. <laughs> but. Um, Another thing is, and this is different again over there than it is over here in America. Uh, Irish soda bread, which yeah, you you mentioned this, you mentioned this before to me, and I, I didn't, I don't, I've never had soda bread. Yeah, ever. so Irish soda bread is in in Ireland. It's it's a bread. It's kind of a hard bread because, and the reason it's a hard bread, and and you'll notice this like here in the description, uh, the way you bake it, uh, no butter eggs or raisins or anything like that in america we tend to like to sweeten things up so yeah. our version of irish soda bread is a lot more cake-like and dessert-like um yeah it sounds like a like a savory crusty salt bread or something yeah it, it's 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 a poor bread it is a a poor man's bread it is a how do I put it? A not very overwhelming bread. It, it's meant to underperform. It's almost like regular bread, but sadly a little bit harder. And the reason for that is because, again, getting into the Catholicism of it, St. Patrick's Day falls on a very particular time of the year in the Catholic calendar, and that is Lent. So for Lent, we as Catholics, give up everything that makes us happy except yeah. on that day where we get a little yeah. stupid with it so because <laughs> so, because your, your faith is based on self-flagellation we're, we're based on hey you know the best way to get closer to god is misery so <laughs> um, so the, the thing is regular irish soda bread is just a regular bread it's not the best thing out there but it's not the worst thing out there either it can be quite sure. good with with some butter oh my god fresh out the oven butter but here in america we tend to kick it up um i'm sure yeah, it looks some like white, sweet raisin bread here yeah some some white women here in america probably named karen was like you know that let's put some raisins in it like no damn reason to put raisins in it but they did yeah. uh but traditional irish soda bread is not sweet it's just this very poor and i say poor in the religious sense type of bread um 
and it's not difficult to make. It's actually pretty easy to make. Um, but so the key difference seems to be instead of using uh, some form of yeast, use bicarbonate of soda, use baking soda to get it to for the for the, as a rising agent. Mm-hmm. So you don't get that like. Not that people think of as good bread as having a yeasty flavor, but that's part of the, that is part of the flavoring that's there. So I, I imagine it's going to have that more chalky baking powder flavor. It is. And it's going to get harder a lot quicker too, because it's not, it doesn't have all the stuff that keeps it fluffy mm-hmm. like for a few days. It's like, boom, eat it now. Cause you're not going to be able to get your teeth into it later. Catholic. Is it good for like, maybe it's good for like bread bowls though. It, no, you know, it really would be great. Like it would be perfect. Like to cut the center out and pour yeah. a soup in there it would just be amazing for that or for dips it, it would be absolutely perfect for that but that's irish soda bread and then the other thing that uh pending on again ireland and the catholic side you you kind of make a stew with it more than likely you're going to make mm-hmm. a lamb stew or because they're right there surrounded by gorgeous water mm-hmm. is going to be like a nice alaskan sal- well atlantic salmon i don't know why i'm saying salmon, alaskan yeah. atlantic yeah. salmon as your centerpiece so it, it, it's kind of a family meal time too i'm not going to say it's like thanksgiving here in america but, no, but it, it's it's a it little is, bit of a meal yeah. yeah it's it's a meal there's a reverence with it you, yeah. you get your family together and you have this beautiful meal of either a nice lamb stew or a beautifully prepared uh salmon that type of thing here in america we get a little stupid we get that uh i've, I've never been able to get into it carlo that corned beef corned beef yeah i just i, I like corned beef but it's really? like i do yeah like i i mean i like it sliced thin and put it into a reuben better oh god yeah corned beef and cabbage like this is a fine hearty meal because it's but that's like that's being poor in America meal. That is not an Irish thing. No, no, no. That's that's poor in America type <laughs> yeah. of shit. Because <clears throat> corned beef is fucking cheap, and yeah. it to me, I've just never been able to get into it. But that's that's basically what that yeah, is. So it's a it's an it's a it's a different texture, mm-hmm. uh, and it is a, and it is a processed dry meat, so it, it, it throws people. But like I like it, but I I completely get others. It, it not it's not like spam, but people it being as divisive as spam. Mm-hmm. And here's here's the thing. So they make a suggestion. So, you know, after that family meal, maybe you break out a bit of the fine stuff, a bit of the Guinness, um, because they do suggest that, you know, with if you're doing this traditional style, traditional Irish, the the Irish. And also, I've noticed this in Scotland, too, although there was a nice variety over there in Scotland when we were there. uh, The darker beers are king. Darker beers are king over there, opposed to us in America who like we like our lagers. We like our pails. uh, We tend to like the lighter beers. It's a lighter beer and is more of a um, there's more attachment to. to the advertising to like a company for the beer um because people were like oh i like this brand is more like more likely here but uh there's no let's talk about the style of beer but uh they have a cold rainy uh wet atmosphere which means you want something that's like dark and heavy and warms you up mm-hmm. porters and stouts yeah and oh here it's God, like yeah. Yeah, which is why, like, when it gets cold, the first thing I do is I reach for like a good like oatmeal stout or something. People are like, I don't really like the dark beers. Like, well, why? 
<laughs> they taste good. They, I and they, love they warm you up. Beer. But, yeah. you know, even, even we in America do the dark beers wrong because dark beers are mostly meant to be served warm. And, and they well, not warm, just not frigid. Yeah, well, see, like cold, frigid, colder than ice the room. cold, like how we do yeah. it. You know, yeah. we love ice cold everything. We think that's a great thing. It really yeah. isn't. There, yeah. there are some dark ones that are supposed to be warm or room temperature, or at least, yeah. you know, that, that for most, us, that's most warm. beer room in America is served warm. too cold because yeah. you can't taste it. Mm-hmm. If it's too cold, you can't taste anything. You can't taste it as much, which yeah. is the goal oftentimes. But so you can't taste like, the shit that they're serving you. Exactly. <laughs> but it's the same thing. Like wine is supposed to be served cellar temperature. That's the best mm-hmm. like service for wine. But if you're somewhere like in Texas, that's going to come across like, why did you like, why is it so cold? It's not excessively cold. It is the appropriate temperature to drink, mm-hmm. but you're so used to it being so hot outside and wine is not supposed to be extremely cold. So if it's cold at all, people panic. And beer is the same way. People just have this idea of like, well, beer is not fancy, so it doesn't matter what temperature. Yes, it does. Wine is fancy, so it has to be served hot or warm or, or like at least room temperature. No, it shouldn't be room temperature. <laughs> I, I tell people all the time, like, no, keep your red wine in the fridge, but it's too cold. It, it, it's preserve it. Keep it in the fridge. An hour, half an hour to an hour before you serve it, get it out, decant it, let it breathe. Drink it in about half an hour to an hour. And so, you know, with picking your beer, you know, again, dark over pale, um, it is okay to give this traditional toast, the whole uh, slanche thing. Um, Now, for those of you who just say it for shits and giggles without knowing what it means, basically it's Gaelic, or if you're over there in Scotland, pronounced garlic, uh, it means to your health so that one little word means to your health which yeah. is launch uh to your health carlo yeah, cheers yeah absolutely and then of course yeah. there's spending time with a family if it's because again over there it's more of a family-based type of celebration in the sense of like kind of like how thanksgiving is compared to us if you are fortunate enough to find your four-leaf clover make a wish you make a wish. Now, according to this little thing, and this is coming from Howcast, which mm-hmm. is totally irrelevant now. I don't think they've had a, an update since 2018, according to the last thing I saw on here. Uh, but make a wish on a four-leaf clover or yeah. cast a love spell by thinking of someone while swallowing a four-leaf clover. <laughs> it is also said that if you tuck one in the heel of your left shoe so the clover uh you'll marry the first person who enters the room hmm uh but that may be kind of risky if you ask me uh, you be, yeah you gotta be careful yeah. <laughs> like <clears throat> go in the room and like mm-hmm. wrong person walks in and you're like oh god damn it yeah yeah. Now, a little fun fact for you, according to Howcast, Americans who claim to be of Irish descent now number more than 34 million, Jesus. which is more than eight times the population of Ireland today. And on St. Patrick's Day, that number skyrockets. Oh, God. Yeah. Every fucker few... thinks they're the first one to ever say it. Yeah, absolutely. So, again, you know, wear a little bit of green 
that's traditional. Remember today, you say your slanche, and because we can't speak the uh, Gaelic, just happy St. Patrick's Day, yeah. I think is efficient enough. But Carlo, last oh. time I went to go celebrate a St. Patrick's Day celebration, I went down mm-hmm. to downtown Houston. Yeah. Where people were getting really stupid with it, overpacking the pub. Oh, yeah. And going crazy with the beers and the bagpipers. You can't forget the bagpipers, bagpipers. on St. Pat. It's like, it's not St. Patrick's Day unless there's a bagpiper. You have yeah. to hear at least one bagpiper that day. Okay. And that's yeah, sure. Just <laughs> jam, jam out some of the Irish music. That's all. Now, in this fun little article from USA Today, let me yeah. uh, let me pull this up, and it's their suggestions on how to celebrate St. Patrick's Day in America. Um, and this was written by Sean Rossman of USA Today in mm. March the sixteenth, twenty seventeen, pre year of our plague. Uh, <laughs> Carlo, would you like me to share that with you, or do you want sure, me just to on. ramble on? Okay, let me bring. Haha, that's what she said. <laughs> I don't know why that. <laughs> I'm an idiot, Carlo. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> how to sing? Cel- uh, according to this guy, how to uh, celebrate St. Patrick's Day the authentic way, which uh, I don't think there's always an authentic way to do that. Yeah, authentic is not really yeah all is trapped up cracked up to be no authenticity really is not uh early irish american immigrants we've already talked about that so who cares uh one of the things that he of course uh brings out here is eat irish which we already gave you a few suggestions right but he is coming up with um and this is true peasant food type of thing at the time But he gives out the suggestion of meat and potatoes. Okay. Shepherd's pie is a nice idea, too, that he throws out in this. Um, however, I'm going to say this. Meat was not easy to come by back then. That, so I wouldn't call that a peasant food. That would be more of a luxury back then. <laughs> At least it wouldn't be an everyday meal. But yeah, it would definitely not have been an everyday or once a month thing back then. But for us nowadays, meat is so readily available. But shepherd's pie is a nice idea, basic meat and potatoes. So, uh, Carlo, get those steaks and potatoes ready. Um, Of course, he also mentions uh, the Irish soda bread. He also brings into point that uh, cabbage is, is also a good idea. Yep. As maybe a side uh, bacon and cabbage is what he's suggesting. Yeah, but it was harder to get bacon here in America at the time, mm-hmm. or it's more expensive. So yes. he opted for the cheaper corned beef. Which, oh God, again, not my favorite, not my favorite. Yep. But, you know, that's just a few things to add to your Irish mixture on that of yeah. St. Patty's <clears throat> Day. Um, scrolling down with it, he says to jam Irish, basically talking about uh, traditional Irish music. Carlo, we got to jam out to some fucking death bagpipe here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Little slip pipe instead of slip knot. <laughs> I know. I dropkick Murphys or something. Else. <laughs> some, oh, man. Oh, yeah. You got to do some dropkick Murphy. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> sailing back to Boston. Hell yes. Um, so 
in here Absolutely. he suggests uh cranking up the clancy brothers uh the dubliners yeah. and the wolf tones all groups i have no idea what the fuck they are um mm-hmm. when the fiddle and the banjo were off they're always other irish artist van morrison the pogues u2 and the cranberries that counts yeah yes they do sadly uh the lead singer for the cranberries died a couple of years ago mm-hmm. relatively young too only 50 yeah. um it says watch an irish movie classic i'm gonna be honest with you carlo with as fucking fanboys as we are oh well okay these kind of bring it a little bit sure. closer but when i first saw this i was really hard pressed to think of what the fuck is an irish movie <laughs> I was really trying uh, to fucking come up with some names in my head, and Boondock I just Saints? couldn't. Huh? Yes, no, you're absolutely they're, right. They're Irish. That's, a, that's the running uh, gag. Of, absolutely right. Yeah, that is nothing the, to do with the movie. It's just they are. Yes, the Boston Irish. Uh, no, actually, Boondock Saints is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it actually is supposed to start off on St. Patrick's Day. Them celebrating St. Patrick's Day. That's how they end up in that bar fight. So the oh. Boondock Saints is an excellent excellent movie the first one skip part two two was trash i broke my heart but he the article uh throws out a couple other suggestions one one of my favorites growing up as a kid the john wayne classic the quiet man a really good one Uh, filmed in ireland very good very good movie uh the commitments which i remember seeing that it's about a uh, band an irish band that tries to create a soul band in ireland and it's okay uh, yeah i know i know (laughs) all right sounds interesting it it was it was an interesting movie i'm not saying it was the greatest but it was an interesting movie and then um he also suggests the wind that shakes the barley have no fucking idea what that is it does sound very very irish though yeah it's okay according to this little blurb a story of two brothers during the Irish War of Independence. Yeah. Fucking fighting the Brits and their Protestantism. Mm-hmm. That's what it fucking is. And then, okay, now he also gives a suggestion of watching Gaelic hurling and football. So football mm-hmm. isn't football like how we think of it in yeah. America. Football is soccer, how they think of it globally. (laughs) So a good the rest of the world where where they know what words mean. Yeah. Or use your foot on a ball, not your hands on an egg. Mm -hmm. And then hurling is a whole other sport that I have no idea about. So I'm not going to fucking talk about it. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming it's not throwing up. No, I'm assuming. I don't know. But I don't know. So I can't say. Five points. Watch how good this projectile goes. I'm not thinking it's that, but it sounds like a fun sport of some sort. Uh, Remember Irish contributors to society. Um, Alcohol. (laughs) Carlo, can you think of Irish contributions to society? Um, The proliferation of Lord of the Dance. (laughs) My God, sir! Yes, thank. Well, you. I just because the the luxury there's a white luxury of like it's not being attached. Mm-hmm. Every single act is not your the example of like oh this is what an Irishman did. They just did a bunch of shit and they just we didn't keep track of it as like the one time an Irishman got involved. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, basically. Uh, I'm but sure they exist. I'm sure. They other do. than being the, you know, other than being fat cops in small little neighborhoods, basically. But uh, they did do back in the day. Let's we'll give it. We'll give them a little bit of credit. Uh, they did do a lot of things that you know, basically minorities would have been considered for that job because they considered the Irish. Uh, like a minority um, mm-hmm. because of their religious background. But, you know, they did do things like building the railroads, the canals, uh, things like that, that helped to make, you know, America the way it is, you know, back in the day. But again, they were treated as minorities as well. Yeah. So they weren't given the chances that that we were there. They were disenfranchised back then, just like the rest of us brown people and mm-hmm. and others, uh, because there's a lot of us who were disenfranchised back then. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's just a little two centers. Um, but basically, that is what USA Today suggests. Um, thank you for that, USA Today. Carlo, if you are going to be celebrating St. Patrick's Day this year, how would you celebrate it? Uh, like I said, I have a favorite uh, Irish pub nearby that I will most likely be at and drinking Guinness. Um, uh, the uh, Penny Whistle uh, on uh, on Richmond Avenue, <clears throat> which is the name of the pub, and I will save their name because I'll, I'll help them make a little money. They, um, <clears throat> excuse me, they actually have this thing like every Sunday they have um, Irish music players mm-hmm. that have like off like old wood instruments and tambourines and so like like these old irish uh instruments playing mm-hmm. so every time you walk in you just get that uh on sundays anyways you get this very authentic like plinking and tooting kind of uh mm-hmm. irish music playing it's a great little place to sit down have a guinness and listen to some irish music awesome. i will probably do that um and then my uh friend friends of mine that have that are of irish descent will probably insist we get very drunk that's kind of what I'm expecting to happen. Very excellent. See, I'm not going to be able to do any of that because St. Patrick's Day falls on a Tuesday this year. Yeah. No, actually, I'm lying. I don't think it falls on a Tuesday. Does not? Let me let me double check that because I could just be uh, talking out my ass here, which isn't unusual for me. Yeah, that happens. No, yeah, that does. No, I'm sorry. I'm in my dyslexia. Thursday. So it's a Thursday. Yes, it is a Thursday. St. Patty's Day is Thursday this year. And so uh, if I have the day off on a Friday, which I'm not because I'm working, you know, eight to five. uh, So for St. Patrick's Day, I'll probably have a nice, quiet glass of Irish mead. Listen to maybe. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's delicious. Love it. Uh, Have maybe listen to a bagpipe song because there are some bagpipe songs that i do enjoy down my mead and then eat something yo because probably not irishy because again it's a thursday and i gotta work the next day so that's probably how i will do that and sadly i won't be able to go to mass that day because i am catholic if none of you have figured that out yet (laughs) i won't be able because mass will be in the morning and i will be at work by that time and it's not a religious day of obligation. So, you know, that type of thing. So that's how I'm doing it. Mead, something to eat, a bit of a uh, bagpipe music going to bed because I got to drag my ass to work the next day. You know, you would think more people would take off the day after 
St. Patrick's Day than they would for the Super Bowl. But no, apparently the Super no. Bowl is the most re- requested off requested off day. I was like, oh, okay, well, good for you, you know. But who am I, right? Right. <laughs> so that is St. Patrick's Day. And how to celebrate it, a little history of it, and all that excitement. Carlo, uh, do you have anything for us for today? I have an option here. I have two possibilities for the We'll Be the Assholes game, if Yay. you're interested. A couple things in related. Um, there are two of them. One, they, the original post got deleted. Ooh. But as a part of the Am I the Asshole subreddit, they always, if you post a, a post something, they immediately make it the first post by a moderator will make it the first post in there. So it's you can't remove it. Ha ha. Take that McJuice Minute Made. That's the name. Um, but today's op- uh, options are, and uh, there's a good reason to, against or for both of them. One of them is, Am I the Asshole for Hating St. Patty's? The other one, Am I the asshole for refusing to celebrate St. Patrick's Day? They're kind of both the same one, but the yeah. the, the hate one, let's go with hate. We'll go with hate? We'll go, go with hate. hate. And, and for the audience at home, as you know, what we are going to do here is I'm going to read aloud the Am I the Household post. Then we will see if the internet was correct. And by correct, I mean if they agree with our rulings. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So am I the asshole? for hating St. Patty's. Now, this is going to be difficult because I'm pretty sure this person was drunk. (laughs) But we're going to go for it. Okay, read it in your best drunk voice, Carlo. Me and my three friends were pulling up in my friend's red 2003 Echo into the nearby Walmart parking lot. We were deep debate about St. Patrick's Day. Every college frat Chad's favorite holiday. Personally, I find the holiday to be tacky and useless as a fellow Irish grandmother mm. and as young adult with clearly Irish last name, I find myself being a loudo say that one of my friends disagrees. She said that could offend someone. <laughs> I hate those ugly green plastic dollar store hats and shamrock shakes are untasteful. As we were walking <laughs> into the lobby of the Walmart, some guy who had been behind us for most of the end of the St. Patty's convo in a two word exclamation he professed, I'm Irish, and walked away into the women's t-shirt section. <laughs> OP has offered the following explanation for why they think they might be the asshole. I wish you talking St. Patrick's Day in the presence of an Irishman. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, that's how it was written. Like, there's, <laughs> it is, the lobby is spelled wrong. It, there's no, like, there's sometimes oh. punctuation, sometimes there isn't. There is not a single capitalized letter. There are words that are just spelled wrong or just used incorrectly. I don't know what an untasteful means. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so, is that is that all there is to it? That's that's all we get. That's all we get from um, uh, McJuice Minute Maid. <laughs> that's all they got for us. Oh. After that, it's just people commenting. This is actually pretty up, up pretty recently. It's only five days old. Wow. All right. So, <clears throat> yes, you are the asshole because you thought you were actually communicating something. <laughs> and we are all left wondering 
What the fuck? <laughs> that is my ruling. It's like untasteful shamrock shake. I was like, first off, I enjoy a good shamrock shake. I don't know if you've had one, Carlo, but uh, fucking. I don't think I have actually. You know, Chick Fil A. Uh, they actually have a really good shamrock shake when that rolls around. They are quite tasty. Um, so the fact that you call it untasteful makes you an asshole just on principle. <laughs> uh, the fact that I could not fucking totally grasp. You, I mean, you gave us no fucking reason as to why you hate St. Patrick's Day. Other <laughs> than shamrock shakes. No. I, you're, the, you're an asshole for not fucking communicating clearer. That's why you're an asshole. Carlo, please take me away. <laughs> um, I've, I would say like this is written by an idiot. You're an idiot. Absolutely. Uh, it doesn't make you an asshole to dislike it, but which was the question. Like, am I an asshole for disliking it? Mm-hmm. No, but to be like this loud and obnoxious about, I don't like that people like something. Like, yeah, you're loud. a little bit of an asshole. Like, yeah. It's, it's not it's like you're allowed to like, ah, I don't care for it. It doesn't sound like they were like, no, you have to defend this. They're, they're just, it is written with this air of I'm the only one who knows what good things are. And it's because you don't like it that you feel like, oh, it's shit. A lot of people like this stuff. This has nothing to do with the guy being Irish because it's St. Patrick's Day. It has very little to do with my being Irish. It's not about that. And see, this didn't this didn't even like I like there's no merit to it i mean none whatsoever it's not even like this oh i hate st patrick's day because of them damn papist catholics it's not mm-hmm. even that it's just samuk shakes untasteful <laughs> yeah like that doesn't what i was like come on man fucking give me a little bit more to work with but that's, yeah. that was the fucking highlight and then where did the Irishman walk off to? Like the t- women's t-shirt section? What? I was like, really? That's all you got? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, fuck. I mean, if this was boxing, I would be the heavyweight and that <laughs> person would just be on the floor. <laughs> they would just be dead. Yeah. You know, like, boom, one hit. Didn't even hit you that hard. <laughs> You're already fucking in a coma. Uh, that's how bad that was. Carlos, so we're in agreement. They are both, they are an asshole because they are fucking morons, right? Pretty uh, pretty much. Just because it's the getting that impassioned about, I don't like that other people like this because I said so. Like there was no like, because it, there's an argument could be made that it's kind of a shitty holiday and mm-hmm. in that it's like, it perpetuates this like kind of bigoted nationalism that Irish people are all useless drunks mm-hmm. um, that like that, th- like that's their whole identity that, you know, the same idea if you go up to someone you know, and they say they're native American, you start calling Pocahontas. That makes you an asshole mm-hmm. going up to somebody and saying they're all leprechauns because they're Irish or immediately saying lucky charms in any capacity. You're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Same idea. So the argument could be made. It was like, Oh, here's here. Are some reasonable detractions about how we celebrate St. Patrick's Day in America. Wasn't any of that. It was simply, I don't like that other people like this. And that's how assholes are. What, what, what's sad is we made better arguments 
and we're not even fucking arguing. Yeah, and I don't, and I'm not against St. Patrick's Day. Like fucking, <laughs> like yeah, we're. I think we're kind of pro St. Patrick's, so we kind of enjoy yeah. the bit of the consumption. But like fucking that, that was that was like so pathetic. It's a we had to actually make an argument for you. You are yeah. fucking sad, McJuicy McJuice and shit, whatever yeah. your name is. Uh, Carlo, um, is the other one like a little shorter or a little better or anything? Uh, we can take a look. Let's take a little look. See, take a little look, and I will um, sing Irish lullabies. It's pretty short, so we could probably run through it really quickly. Let's run really before I start singing Irish lullabies. Let's try it. Mm. Am I the asshole for refusing to celebrate St. Patrick's Day? Yes. Background. But go ahead. <laughs> my parents met when my dad returned to his parents' hometown in Ireland to make his Irish to meet his Irish relatives. My mom came to America six months before my twin and we were born. I have been to Ireland many times to meet my relatives, but I am fully American. My mom has passed and my stepfamily have Irish heritage, but are seven or eight generations American. Everyone, including my twins, celebrates St. Patrick's Day the American way. Wear green, drink to stupidity, drink to stupidity etc. I have always refused, mostly because my nan hated the way Americans celebrate this day. The past nine years, my husband, who is Scots Irish, has celebrated with my family without me and our children. Our oldest daughters, twins, are of an age they can choose. They chose my way, and my family is calling me the asshole for stealing the joy from life. I personally feel we all have the right to choose. My daughters have never worn green to school on March 17th, never to be or never be to or in a parade. They don't color shamrocks or set traps for leprechauns by choice. <laughs> if it was important to my husband that my kids do these things, we wouldn't be married. But apparently it is important to my sister and stepfamily because it's our heritage. I feel we have Irish relations, but we are American. I have drama coming from all sides of this. Side note, my sister and stepsister's kids go to the same school as my girls, and kids have been told other kids will tease my girls for not participating in March 17th shenanigans, but that my girls stand up for themselves. Small edit. I have a third. Actually, I have six total, but three are babies, who is crazy go nuts for all things St. Patrick's Day, and I don't love her any less. All right. So All right, this has some meat on it. This like has it. this has a bit of the the fucking corn to beef, as they say, upon it. <laughs> uh, so you're not an asshole. No, I mean, not everyone has to go crazy about every fucking holiday. That's like me being Hispanic and they're like, oh my god, I bet you go wild for Cinco de Mayo. I was like, <clears throat> no, fucker, yeah. uh, Cinco de Mayo isn't even what you fucking think it is, you dumbass. Yeah. It's not Mexican Independence Day. No, that's in September, you fucktard. No. Uh, but I won't go into there because that is not our discussion of Cinco de Mayo. But the thing is, no, you don't have I don't celebrate that. I won't go crazy about it. I don't really celebrate no. St. Patrick's Day. I mean, I might do something a little nice. I might wear the green just for the fun of it, but I don't really celebrate it. I do enjoy it, but I don't hate it. Um, no, and, and they're not. They're not like boycotting it. No. Or like they're not saying you can't do it. They're like, no, we're just not going to be into it. Yeah. And and yeah. they're not into it. And that's fine. You don't have to be into yeah. it. Uh, some people are into Christmas. Some people are into Easter. Some people are into President's Day or Groundhog's Day. Not everyone likes those things. Mm. Um, and that's fine. So, no, they don't have to be into it. And the family's a bit of an asshole for putting that kind of pressure on them. Back yeah. up, let them be themselves. Now, if the girls are being teased really bad for not participating and they're Americans, I'm assuming this is out in Chicago or Boston, <laughs> where I get you could die. But 
that that does fall yeah. to like that does fall to the the institution of uh, that they are in that school should take the responsibility of keeping them from being uh harassed for not wanting to participate in something yes but not if your principal is drunk and irish <laughs> and around the kids at the time like, what the fuck's wrong with you <laughs> like I, I think I think it would be really funny if on Ash Wednesday I went around just like you got something and just took the schmutz off people's forehead. Yeah, see, but that makes does. me an asshole. Yes, it does. Like it means nothing. It doesn't mean anything to me, but it means a lot to that person. So it's right. theirs. So, so I'm not gonna go like I'm not gonna. Why would you sit there and like be shitty about it? No, you should. And in reverse, I've never had anyone chase me down and say I got I get to put this on you. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, my mom, my mother did. She would kick over my door and throw uh, holy water and uh, scream in Latin at, at me because <laughs> she's Catholic. But um, and she was convinced I was a devil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like I, but that's bad. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. So the per, the person like if the if the kids are harassing them, the problem are the kids are harassing them, not mm-hmm. the reason. Yeah. Like well, if they just went yeah. along and if let's teach these girls to just do as they're told when people are mean to them, because I guarantee you it's little shitty boys that are pinching. Gonna try oh to yeah, pinch. it's that's what shitty, the issue will be. The shitty drunken Irish boys, you know. <clears throat> what if they probably won't even Irish? It'll just be that this is an excuse to do this exactly i've never been pinched by an irish person it has always been someone who just wanted to pinch people <laughs> yeah and you know so i think me and you are saying the same thing they're they're totally not the assholes and they have a reason to kind of you know if they're not into it they're not into it if they're yeah. not fucking don't don't force yeah. them if they're not into it it's just yeah, not their and thing. unlike the previous reading it's they're not like being shitty about it they're just no nah, we're not into it we're not we're not doing it if they don't like a shamrock shake that's okay yeah, doesn't mean because that they're not going to come and yell at me if I get one. Yeah, I've, I've never mean, had one. I should, I should, I should try, try one. one. You should try one. You know, it's yeah. it's worth it before just dying. You know. Yeah, you should get one. Out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, which like, will be soon. Knock so, it off. <laughs> I better get one soon. Take it off the bucket list. Like I want to have a shamrock shake today. <laughs> but no, not an asshole. What does the internet say? Uh large away. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. Uh, not the I myself a fourth gen on one side and second gen America on the other. I celebrate my heritage and my American holidays. There's nothing wrong with celebrating both. Nothing wrong with celebrating where you came from and where you are now. Not really the point, but that's what that was the thing. I do have found one here says I'm afraid you're the asshole. Why? It says I'm afraid you're the asshole. There's no need to drink your face off or wear cheap plastic costumes with the crowd, but let the kids wear green for Pete's sake. It seems oh. you place one extreme to remember they didn't care to. Mm-hmm. This, this person has decided to make it a different argument. It seems you replace one extreme, too much celebration, with another, none at all. Find a middle ground, OP. Being right is not worth the cost in this case. Find a way to compromise and celebrate the identity that is uniquely American with Irish roots. In her house, we make Irish soda bread and potato leek soup, and my husband will have Guinness. I have a shamrock table runner and get out of the, the Belik vase for a centerpiece. The point is, this doesn't have to be a dynamic situation. Find the middle path. Your family is worth it. Oh, fuck right. off. <laughs> Yeah. And immediately afterwards, the person is just buried under Opie found a middle way by letting her kids choose. Mm-hmm. She also doesn't interfere with her husband's celebrations. So the kids have a real choice. That's to be commended. <laughs> it was like everyone. Yeah, they're not banning the shamrock. She's not banning green. The husband does stuff. She doesn't. The kids don't don't either by choice. It is the children's choice. That is the best way of doing it. Mm-hmm. So over the, the one person is like, Neh! and then everyone else is immediately like, no, <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. And the guy that is on our side of, is on our side in this. This person's being very reasonable. It sucks um, that the family have made it made it this fucking issue. 
Yeah, it really does. It really does. So I feel for them. But no, not the assholes. No assholes here. Except for the family members. But other yeah, than maybe that, that yeah. the, how the asshole how the, the family uh, acts afterwards is when other assholes. Mm-mm. If they drop it, they're not assholes. If they're still gonna like try and say you're refusing to let them have their culture, they're not making them do it, then the family's assholes. Exactly. So with that being said, I'm glad we have it right and the world got it right. Because yeah. when we're right, the world's right. And with that being said, Carlo. Slonche. Slonche. And to all of our listeners out there, and maybe our one or two Irish listeners out there, if you'd feel like, oh my God, these two got it totally wrong, feel free to let us know that. Carlo, how can they let us know if we got it wrong or right? Uh, you can uh, you can send us to uh, some pictures of drunk Irish people in Ireland mm-hmm. to uh, the VCR show uh, at both Instagram and uh, Twitter. Or you could do it the old fashioned way and email us to the VCR show at Gmail dot com. And if you don't mind. Check out our website, thevcrshow.com. We have uh-huh. some interesting articles out there for you to read. Some of the inner workings of uh, me and Carlo's minds going on. We'll be posting those. And so we have a few things out already. But check that out. Go ahead and enjoy some of those uh, articles on thevcrshow.com. Carlo, you, they can also pick up your book at Amazon, can't they? They can. There is uh, two uh, novels. The first one is In the Worst Way. The second one is called Dark Sarcasm, both under the name Carlo Magana. Absolutely. And not, and just to show you what amazing people we are here on the VCR show. Carlo, you also have another podcast show, don't you? Uh, yes. You uh, fucking uh, bastard. How dare you? <laughs> to be fair, I did start it like 12 years ago. <laughs> oh, there's no excuse. No. That's no fucking excuse. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the easiest way to find it is to go to the website, snu.wtf. It is a real website. Um, but you can find it at, under Strange and Unusual uh, on most podcast uh, podcatchers. It is the word uh, strange, the letter N, and the word unusual, not the word and. and well, it's, it's the old one with a, with a weird looking eye on it. It's not one of the new defunct ones because apparently every two years someone has made something decide to call it strange unusual podcast Mm -hmm. and then immediately peter out uh my podcast came first but it is still uh still kicking still going still kicking it is it is unalive but it is not dead Mm -hmm. so definitely check out his podcast and pick up one of his books and check out the vcrshow.com and as always i'm vada i'm carlo And you've been listening to VCR. Need some sweet treats for your next big event? Or maybe you just have a sweet tooth? Check out Skippity Cakes. That's Skippity Cakes. S-K-I-P-P-I-T-Y-C-A-K-E-S dot com. Check them out for all of your sweet treat needs. Things such as cakes, cupcakes, and cake pops. Also check them out for their varieties of face masks, t-shirts, and coffee mugs. You can also contact them at 281-221-9703. That's 281-221-9703. Again, that's Skippity Cakes. Say hi to our friend Rosie for us.
need a clean space? Call A Clean Space For You in Multi-Services and ask for our friend Rachel. They can be contacted at 832-297-1704 or you can email them at acleanspaceforyou at gmail.com. Looking to shape up or maybe get rid of some unwanted fat? You need to give our friend Roxy Perez a call. Book a mobile appointment. Melt some unwanted fat away. You can reach her at 832-686-3873 or email her at ascensionaesthetics at gmail.com. You can also find Ascension Aesthetics on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ascension Aesthetics. You've been listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Carlo Manuel Magana. The logo created by Richard Christopher Vada with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Music Library. You can follow us on our social media platforms such as Twitter and Instagram at the vcr show you can also email us your thoughts comments and concerns to the vcr show at gmail.com